Catch a vibe with Big Hass only on Pulse. Pulse 95. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace, a lovely gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Catch a Vibe. Obviously, Catch a Vibe is Pulse's first and only music dedicated radio show. Um, airs every Saturday on Sunday from 9 to 10 p.m. right here on this beautiful station, um, Pulse 95 Radio. Um, actually, today's episode is actually number 54. So I want to shout out to all the musicians, all the music enthusiasts, all the songwriters, all the singers um, that came through. Um, it's an honor. Uh, I've always said this and I'll say it again. The reason why um, I created Catch a Vibe is to humanize the artist. Yes, you're going to hear them sing. Um, but for me, it's to get to know them on a human level uh, and to give them a sp- safe space for us to have, you know, um, kind of meaningful conversations. And um, speaking speaking of meaningful, today's guest, man, oh man, is a special one. We're talking about a, an award-winning singer, writer, and professional entertainer. Um, he's actually performed for audiences around the world from the United States, Taiwan, uh, the UAE, of course, Switzerland, um, the UK, and many more. But I think, and I've said this in a couple of interviews I've had, one of the reasons why I do this is a bit selfish for me too. Because as an interviewee, I like to get to know the artist. And when I get to know them, I become a fan of their music somehow, somewhere. That's the way kind of my mind works, which is really, really interesting. Um, he has this really cool vibe about him. There's a certain warmth um, in his presence and his voice. Um, and I think um, there's an old um, saying I always say, a human being with no impact has no life. And throughout this interview, I want to see what the sort of impact that this brother uh, will have on me. And I think, you know, he's had impact on many people before that, of course. Um, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to say peace and love to Shinwa Hawk. How are you, sir? Hey, hey, I am good, man. Happy to be here with you. I am blessed. I'm blessed to have you, my brother. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for your time. Oh, no, thank you for having me, man. I, I really appreciate it. I was excited when you when you reached out. Man. Of course, of course. Uh, look, we got to start with this. I think uh, everyone has a story with uh, with music, but I I kind of um, listened to a couple of interviews you've done before, and I'm, somehow I wanted to ask, when did you know? that you love music because you always said that you're somehow born in loving with with music mm-hmm. i get that and that's incredible but when was the um, kind of the, the 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 moment that you realized you truly 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 want to do this for the rest of your life you know i i don't remember ever having a choice this was something that mm-hmm. from you know as a small kid i knew that i would be mm-hmm. a singer and I can't tell you how I knew that, but I just, I just knew it. Insane. And yeah, and, and it was, um, you know, when I started to get a little bit older, voices like, you know, Aretha Franklin and Whitney Houston mm. and, you know, all of the, the greats really started, you know, inspiring me and showing me where I could, I could get if I, if I worked hard enough, where I could get as a singer, mm. you know. But when I was a kid, I just sang everything all the time, my older brother hated me for it. Bless. Because I sang every commercial that came. I mean, literally, <laughs> I was always singing. And I didn't even know that I could. Crazy. It was just so, something I did. You know, I have this conversation. I'm into hip-hop a lot. And I have this conversation with many people in New York. Mm-hmm. And always the question is, hey, how'd you get into hip-hop? And many of the people specifically in New York would say, you know what? I don't know. It's just I was born with it, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it's part of life, over there, especially in New York, the birthplace of hip-hop. Right, right. So would you say it's the same thing with you? You're like just born with the love of singing. I was born with the love of singing, but also singing was my way of communicating because I was an extremely shy kid. Bless. And uh, so shy. My mother told me when I was really little, I wouldn't speak. They thought I couldn't speak because I would only speak to my mother, no one else. Wow. And so for years they thought, you know, okay, this kid, he just can't talk, you know, but I could. I just (laughs) wasn't comfortable talking to other people. Bless. And so I got better with speaking to people as I got a little older. But did singing help with that? It did because people would hear me sing and then they would talk to me, which made it easier for me to talk to them. To have a conversation. So for years, singing became my way of just connecting with people and, and, and the way I communicated my feelings. Wow. Because I was, it was easier for me to do that than to sit and, and, and talk with you, you know, because I was that, I was that awkward. And you're from uh, New Jersey? Yes. 
Um, tell me about the, 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 your childhood. Like, okay, you, so you love singing, but mm -hmm. what else did you like? Like, how was it growing up? So I grew up in southern New Jersey, wow. which is where uh, it's a lot of farmland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a lot different from North Jersey, which is close to New York. You know, it's busy like the city. But this was my upbringing was very quiet, surrounded by, um, you know, trees, farms, you know, that kind of thing. Wow. And um, so <laughs> I li like every kid. I like, you know, little my action figures, He-Man and, <laughs> you oh. know, the toys. I had all the castles and every <laughs> wow. I had all those things. So, Amazing. So I would. Because I loved using my imagination. Mm. So I could, you know, take those action figures and create whatever I wanted to create. Crazy. And um, so, but most of my time was spent listening to singers. Crazy. You know, my sister, uh, she's 10 years older than me. And she is a big lover of music. She's not a singer. Matter of fact, I'm the only one in my family that's a singer. Wow, I really? I do not come from a musical family. Insane. Yeah, so... Wow. Yeah, I, I'm, I almost think um, maybe, I'm, like my brother said, I was. they found me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. But, but, but yeah, that, but that's crazy. Um, so you're talking about your sister. She, she used to also listen to music. She had uh, record players, and she had a big record collection. And so whenever she would leave, I would sneak in her room <laughs> and play her records and try to be really careful not to, course, to scratch, scratch it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure the kids listening now have no idea what I'm talking about. It's a record. That, that's how people used to listen, man. Like, right. That's the real one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Um, I don't know if you remember, but, but back in the day, like, who are the artists? Like You just named them, the, the Whitney Houston, the Aretha Franklins. Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin, Stevie Wonder. Bless. Um, my, my biggest male influence yeah. vocally, yeah. Um, Donny Hathaway. Wow. Yeah, Donny Hathaway. Why? Like my number one and number two is Whitney yeah. Houston, Donny Hathaway. Wow. Um, Why Donny? Donny because, okay, the first time, uh, this was, I forget what year it was, Whitney mm. Houston did a concert for... Uh, the, the the troops okay. and she sung this song called A Song For You and she I mean she sung this song like amazingly and then one day I was listening to the radio and that song came on the radio but it was a man singing it ah. and I was so just enamored of his voice and I'm like who who is this guy <laughs> I didn't know he was the originator you know of the song wow. that she sang. Ah. And I listened to that song, man, and I and, and that sent me down the rabbit hole of discovering Donny Hathaway. And, you know, my range was in a similar range to his, so mm. I could where I couldn't sing the, the Whitney Houston version of that, but I could I could sing Donnie's. Oh yeah, that yeah, there it is. Oh my goodness. I wanna bring you back. Yeah. Man, I did this song my senior year of high school before graduation. And we had a concert, and a friend of mine, he played the piano, and I had my mother come, and I dedicated this song oh, to her when she bless, was in the audience. Bless, you bless. Know. I've been so many places hear that voice? in my life and time. I mean, when, you, when he said Donnie Hathaway, I'm like... I've sung a lot of songs. Um, Shinoa, would, would you say he's like a singer-singer? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You know, like with, with hip hop, we always we, we say MF Doom is a rapper's rapper. Okay. Um, would you say Donny Hathaway is like that singer singer? He is. He is. He is the one I tell every singer, every young singer that I know, mm. to go put some headphones on and listen to, because what he does, he takes you on a journey with his voice, and he doesn't have to do a whole lot of acrobatics. Yes. He's not doing a whole lot of runs. Yes. But he's still, he's giving you this raw emotion. Yeah. And and I tell people, I said, when you learn how to tap into that raw emotion yeah. Yeah. without all the tricks, they, then you've won because they, you've, you've connected with people's hearts. 100%. There, there are no people like that anymore. Like, Man. Right? They don't exist like that no more. I, I, I hope that, I hope that, you know, some of the kids coming up like rediscover yeah i mean i'm going to talk to you about that obviously in, in the next because i think right now people sadly have it um um like quickly before we take a break i had a friend of mine 
uh, telling me, listen, I'm going to make a song. I'm going to put it on TikTok. It's a 20-second song. Mm-hmm. And if it got viral, I'll put the whole song. I'm like, brother, you got the whole process backwards. <laughs> like, you know, he's like 20 seconds. You know, so anyway. Um, but, man, it's an honor to have you right here. We are just getting started. And you can see already the warmth, the authenticity of this human being. Incredible. Um, Shinoa, we're going to play Sunflower. Okay. Um, tell me about Sunflower a little bit. It's one of your records. So, Sunflower, um, I... Wrote this song with a friend of mine. His name is Kwame. Shout out to Kwame. Yes, Kwame. Uh, he's from New Jersey, but he lives in Guatemala now. Nice. Yeah, man. And uh, wow. he, he's living the life out there, man. Hopefully you listen to this. We're shouting you out right here in Charger, UAE. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and um, he had this, uh, this the, the guitar lick, and he was just playing it. And we okay. were in his, in his basement, man. And the song just, it just came out. Okay. And um, wow. that is the, this is the song that people want to hear me do the most whenever I'm performing at oh. home. Like, I cannot do a show without doing this song. Re- this record? This song, yeah. Like, the the true fans of Chenoa. Oh, yeah. They know this record. Oh, yeah. And I tried to do a remix of it one time, and they didn't like that. Were... Woo! Who are you talking to right here, Chenoa? I can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to heal the full record. Uh, we got Shonwa Hawk, who is an incredible singer, songwriter, um, human being, entertainer, uh, incredible guy. I, I just got the pleasure of meeting him today, and I just, I'm already a fan, I'm telling you. Um, we're going to be right back. Keep it locked. Do not go anywhere. It's Pulse95 Radio. Catch a vibe with Big Hass, only on Pulse, Pulse 95. You heard that right, ladies and gentlemen. Catch a vibe with me, Big Hass, and Manu Man, episode number 54. Uh, I am with um, singer-songwriter um, Shenwa Hawk, uh, who is currently in the UAE. He's been here in the UAE for um, a year, right? Yes, yes. A year. Um, before I talk to you about the UAE, um, I mean... Someone told me, I'm not sure if this is like, it, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's laughing, but you're listening now to Get By by yeah. Talib Kuali, which this record for me is one of the essence of hip hop, in my opinion. Um, now, why is this record special? Because apparently it has the vocals of Shinwa Hawk. I want to know the whole story. Yes. How did this happen? You know, I, I was I was living in in Harlem, okay. in, in New York at the time, okay. And uh, I had um, a couple of you know artist friends, okay. And um, one of them, uh, her name was Kendra Ross. Kendra Ross. Kendra was uh, friends with Talib Kweli. Wow. She was working with him. Wow. And so she called um, a couple of us and was like, "Hey, you guys want to sing background vocals on this song?" And I needed to pay my rent. So I was like, yeah, sure. I, I didn't know who the artist was. She, you know, I, I didn't know what we were going to do. Yeah. I just knew I was going to the studio. And so <laughs> we get there in the studio. I think it's maybe four of us, four or five of us. And uh, so Talib Kweli is there. Uh, Kanye West is there. Crazy. As the producer. That's, 2002, and, that's like the, that, wow. And and uh, Most Deaf. Yassim Bey. He was there. Most de- oh my God! He was there just hanging out, you know. <laughs> That's insane. So, I, so imagine, and and we didn't have you know the camera phones. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, and I, <laughs> I think I had just got off a train, so because I had been to New Jersey to visit, uh, so I came with my little suitcase and everything, you know, because I was just coming like I need to make some money for my to yeah, pay my rent, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know what I was walking into, and so it was so funny because Kanye was trying to you know sing to us what we needed to sing. Yeah. And at the time, he hadn't, he didn't, he couldn't sing on key. Yeah. And so he would sing it, and he got, he was like, "You guys know what I, what I mean?" And we're like, "No, no not we, really. we don't know." <laughs> and then finally, we got an understanding. Yeah. And we went in to do, you know, the the background vocals. Okay. And so one of the other guys that was there was going to be the one to do the the step out, the ad libs, and the. Ah, uh, yeah. And so he was in the booth, you know, kind of doing his thing, and. Um, he just wasn't really feeling it. Okay. And so I went in the booth with him and I was like, hey, man, you know, are you good? And he was like, can you can you just do this? He said, because this is not my style. Okay. He said, so can we just switch and you just do it? What? That and was I, in the booth? It was in the booth. <laughs> and and we were in the dark. And so what, what you said? So I said, okay. Sure. You know, so, you know, I grew up singing in church. So it was like ad-libbing yeah. was not a, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes out. And you, you don't con- take no for an answer. 
No, no. Kanye yeah. starts the song, and I just sung my, my ad-libs all the way to the end, and that was it. <laughs> One take. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was That's it. That's crazy. Did you, did you, were you aware of Talib Kweli, Mo Staff, like, and what they were, you know? I, I wasn't aware of Talib Kweli. Kanye West. But, but I was aware of, of Kanye, and I was aware of um, Mo Staff. Yeah, yeah. You know, for sure. Crazy. And, um... You know, doing the song, like I said, my motivation was I needed to pay my rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't think really much about what I was being a part of. Do you do you when you tell people like into hip hop, like you say, hey, hey, my vocals are here. Well, what what's the reaction? Is it the same reaction I had? Man, or? everybody flips out. <laughs> like it, what, bro? I have friends that <laughs> didn't realize for all these years oh. that that was me, and then they they look and somehow they see the credits and they and they're, they're messaging me like, yo. <laughs> Why didn't you say something about this? And they're like, and I went back and listened. I'm like, yo, that is him. That's his voice. That's crazy. You know? That's and, crazy. Um, and even uh, Talib Kweli, he mentioned me in his book, his new book oh, that bless. he wrote. He was talking about the, wow. you know, the ad-libs I did and how, like, when he does concerts, people yeah. are singing the, the ad-libs. Yeah. And I, I wish I could I could see that. And, um, yeah. And, uh, maybe, you had, you've seen Talib afterwards or, or no? No, I ran into him in L.A., um randomly uh. about six years ago and i didn't even recognize him oh wow. it, it was a friend that was with me we went to this random restaurant and my friend sees him and he goes he <laughs> points at him and then he points at me and me and him are looking at each other not realizing who each you, other oh is, my god you know and then my friend is standing in the middle he's like <laughs> he's like he looks at me. He said, "That's Talib Kweli," and I was like, "Oh!" And he goes, "That's Shinwa Hawk," and he goes, "Oh!" <laughs> and uh, we exchanged numbers, yeah. you know. Then and um, insane. He and he, the way that happened, Talib Kweli was just—he had gotten out of a taxi. He was on his way to an airport, and he wanted to stop for food, and he stopped randomly at this place. That's and, meant to be. Yeah, that's meant to be for sure. That's that, that's insane. But that just tells you, kind of scratching the surface with uh, Shinwa in terms of like this record out there. And the reason why I wanted to mention it is because. Um, when did you start taking this? Um, when did you feel that this is like a profession right now? When, when was that part of your life when you're like, oh, you were singing all your life, you love it, um, it, it made you talk to people, it, you know, it maybe made, made you feel comfortable. But when did you, as Shenwa, realize, oh, all right, right now I'm like a, a, a singer? Probably, I, I would say, I, I, I guess in high school. Okay. Um, I had this this vision of kind of what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. And um, I just, man, I just had that focus. Mm. Um, and But it wasn't until the first producer I ever worked with was a man named Donald Robinson okay. from Philadelphia. Wow. Shout out Philly. Yeah. Okay. And Donald uh, worked with like... Um, Oh my gosh! Yeah, if drop you know some R&B, names right now. Huh? Stephanie Mills. Um, yeah, I know Stephanie Mills. Uh, Vanessa Williams. Like he had wow. those gold records. Like yeah. you know Vanessa Williams. Yeah. Yeah. And so I remember walking into a studio and he has his gold, big gold records on the wall, and I was like, oh wow, this is cool. And so he met me through another friend, and he liked my voice, and he he wanted someone to demo some songs he was writing okay. for other artists. Oh wow, nice. Okay. So he hired me. Yeah. So he was the first person that ever paid me to sing. Crazy, and that's how, when I how realized did that feel? it was amazing because I thought I'm like, oh wow, I'm supposed to get paid for this. Wow, because I was just running around everywhere saying, if anyone asks me, I'm showing up. I'm going to sing because I loved it that much. Well, Shinwa, after all these years, and I know I'm kind of you know cutting through a lot of you know period, but mm-hmm. after all these years, is the passion still the same since ever since we just said right now? Because you like you weren't doing it for the money. You are reigniting the passion by taking me down memory lane. Bless, man. Let's go. And uh, because I promise you, I just I just told a friend the other day, I said, I don't know what's going on with me, but I'm not feeling it much you. anymore. Mm. But talking about all these stories and, and from the past, like I, I, I can feel the, the, See, the, that mean, the energy that, again. See, that means still there. I think we, we, we're in the same place. Like, when, you be, when you do it for a long time, it's hard to keep, mm-hmm. um, to keep the momentum going. Um, but listen, we want to we wanna take a short break. I actually want to play uh, One Man World. Okay. But I want you to sing for us right now. If okay. You don't mind, like live. Okay. And um, again, singing live, ladies and gentlemen, one of my favorite things to do right here on the show, for sure. But also, as you can just tell, for the past 20 minutes or so, we just got to introduce to Shenwa Hawk, who is uh, currently right here, based in the UAE. 
um, amazing human being. I just love his vibe, love his energy, love his authenticity. And I'm telling you, every time now he's performing live anywhere, I'm going to try to definitely go and see him. Um, what's the song you're going to perform for us right now live? So this song is called Tell Me This Is Love. Mm. And I wrote it with uh, an amazing DJ producer, uh, DJ Fudge. Shout out to DJ Fudge. Okay. Yes, yes. Tell Me This Is Love. Um, yeah, I can't wait. Let's play it. All right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Tell Me This Is Love, Pulse95 Radio, Big Haas, Shenwa Hawk, take it away. Really cool beat. Yeah, Fudge is the best. <laughs> Shout out DJ Fudge, okay. This is real love. Oh, hope that this is love I'm feeling. Yeah. Oh. I wanna touch you. Yes. I wanna breathe you in. Just being close to you makes me feel loved again. Loving all the ways you're touching me. Loving all the ways you set me free. Loving all the things you do to me. It's hard to breathe. Oh, tell me this is love. Tell me this is love I'm feeling. I hope this is real love. Oh, I hope that this is love I'm feeling. Yeah. Da 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 Tell me, tell me, tell me this is love. Wow. A big round of applause right there. That's incredible. Thank you, sir. That was real nice. I, li- I like that a lot. Uh, the, the, the energy. You have a, that warmth. You have it. The, the, do people ever tell you that? Like, you know, the, that warmth in your voice is incredible. Yes, people tell me that all the time. There's a warmth that feels like, it feels like home. It's, uh, wow. it's, it, it, it's, it, it's crazy. Man. Tell me this is love. If you if you like that record, it's a, it's also available on uh, obviously Shenwa's um, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, wherever it is, um, you know that you listen to music. And we are about actually to play One Man World. Um, is there a story with this record, Shenwa? You know this this song is just about when you're in that space where you're not feeling like yourself and you don't want to pull anyone down with you. Oh wow! So I'm telling you like, hey, don't come close to me right now. Bam! I need a moment. So that's that's basically what this what the song is about. Wow, I love that. I love that. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, listen to listen to one man world out of the album. Of course, a beautifully complicated life for Shenwa Hawk. Um, he's on the radio right now. He is on Pulse ninety five radio. We will be right back. Do not go anywhere. Enjoy this. Catch a vibe with Big Hess only on Pulse Pulse ninety five. Catch a vibe with me, Big Hash, right here on Pulse95 uh, Radio. Obviously, uh, Pulse95 is Charger's first and only English radio station. Uh, Catch a vibe is the first music-dedicated radio show. It's actually our episode number 54th episode, which is incredible. And I make it a point to count because hopefully I want to reach 100, 500, 1,000, 10,000. I don't know. It's just... Uh, 
it's it's been amazing just getting to know the artist today is actually a perfect example of why i wanted to launch the show um shinwa hawk is um is an incredible um singer songwriter um from new jersey and now he's been in the ue for a year i haven't had the pleasure to meet him before but today we met and wow i i i'm shinwa i'm a fan right now oh man Go. i'm a i'm a fan no i'm a fan seriously because of the the energy the you know that what what you already stand for is incredible. Um, I gotta play this. I'm not sure if uh, I'm sure you know the record. Um, and everything that you do. Does that take you somewhere? Whitney's voice always takes me somewhere. <laughs> always number one on the list forever. Right? Yes, man. Nobody like Whitney. Fact. What yeah. does Whitney mean to you? Oh my goodness, Whitney is the standard. Oh, what a statement. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. I mean, look at that. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Man. Yes. Is it, is it music just um, healing? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's all, for for me, it really heals, and I know, and I know you've been through a lot in your life, and I don't know what we can discuss right here, but I'd I'd love to know in what way did music play a role in in just kind of um, reconnecting you with yourself, I guess, and like you know helping you heal in a, in a, in a way. Everyone has their own way. Like for me, I depend on faith a lot. Like my faith is big. Mm-hmm. I depend a lot on that. My yes. family, my wife, my son. I'm connected with that. Sometimes mm-hmm. basketball, even. Um, <laughs> what about you? Yeah, um, music, how can I describe it? Maybe not so much um, listening to music. Okay. But when I am performing, oh. sometimes things will come up that I might not expect. Mm. And it's it's like a, a release for mm. me. Yeah. I might hit a note yeah. that is, is, a, is a, you know, big, high, strong note. But something is coming, like being being loosed and and released when I'm, I do it. I love that. And um, and so, in my and I had someone tell me along. This lady came up to me and she said, "I hope you understand." She said, "There's there's so much healing in your voice." Facts. And so when she when she told me that, it made me think about um, when I'm performing, to make sure that I keep that intention for healing, but balanced healing, not just for the audience, but for me too. Was that it, difficult to do so? It was because, you know, when you come up as a performer, you're, you're you know, hey, go leave it all out on the stage. Give it Correct. all and come away exhausted. Correct. But I thought, I was like, why does it have to be that way? Why do I have to leave drained? Mm. So I tell the audience, I say, okay, tonight we're going to have an even exchange of love. Mm. I'm going to give you some love and I want you to give me some love. That's insane. Te- technically, it's beautiful what you said. And, and did that really technically heal you? Well, I don't in, know. In, it, in a way, it helped. It helped. It helped, because I, I don't know if we're ever completely healed of anything. That's a fact. I think we just learn to manage it, to live with it, right? In a way, mm-hmm. I understand it. Yeah. Um, re- reading a little bit about you, you've been through, um, you know, um, you know, t- tough times. You 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 battled with anxiety, um, you know, and, and and just going through this, you know, dark times, mm-hmm. just sad times. Um, it, what is the what was the role of music and um, in all of that, if any, of course, and uh, family, close friends? How did you how did you kind of deal with that? I deal with it, um, and I just recently just went through a, a, a dark period oh, of depression and anxiety. Um, I deal with it by continuing to take action. How so? Um, if there's a project I'm working on, yeah, I don't allow myself to sink so low that I don't continue working on it. Because once once the cloud is lifted and everything is over, I'm glad that I did what I did. I'm glad that I kept working, and I'm proud of the the work that exists. Mm. And usually, it set the stage for another door to be opened. Amazing. But if I just sat back and and, and allowed myself to sink, mm. um, that wouldn't happen. Hundred percent. Big right now, bro. I think what you just said is truly important, and I think a lot of people take that for granted. Um, and 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 you you experienced that, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's incredible. Does does writing help? Like obviously, as a song, like when you write your own songs, what in what way does it help? Because obviously, there's a singer, there's a mm-hmm. singer songwriter, there's a songwriter on their own, mm-hmm. but you're a singer songwriter as well. Right. Um, does that help as well? Writing does help. It doesn't always come out in a song. Sometimes I will just open my computer and I'll just type whatever I'm feeling, whatever it is. I just I just type because my my intention is to get it out. And I also, I don't hide from it. Nice. So, I, you know, my close friends, I'll call them and say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm in this space right now. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through, you know. And um, because I'd rather talk about it and, and get it out versus just sit and just allow it to get worse. Wow. And, and start thinking, you know, the thoughts just get, get worse and worse the more you, you know. But you, when you have a, a friend, like my best friend, we've been friends, oh my gosh, I don't know how many years. Bless. And I called her the other day because, you know, I was going through this thing and, and we talked. And I told her, you know, how I was feeling. She gave me some kind words. But then we just started talking about normal things. Yeah. And I realized... I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel normal again, mm. you know. So it's important to have, obviously, a support system. People um, you can trust. People you can trust. Yeah, and usually th- those people are not a lot. Like, you know, like they're like very few right. maybe one, on one hand, I, I guess. Um, Sometimes on just a couple of fingers. <laughs> facts. Um, Shinwa, I think one of the things I, I like about you is obviously your ability to some sort of move between jazz, pop, soul, um, R&B. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to box people in, but what, wh- where, what, where do you see yourself? Like, what is it all of the above? You know, I just, I love music. Yeah. And I think the, what happened was when I was younger, I was so focused on getting a record deal and no one would give me one everywhere I went. Well, look at him right now, like, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and I think because of that, I, it allowed me to just do whatever I wanted to okay. do because there were there were no rules. There was no one telling me like, "Oh, you can't do, you know, pop music. You can't correct, do correct. this or that." So I just did whatever I wanted to do, whatever I was feeling. That's what I did. Yeah. Right now, I'm feeling house music, yeah. so I'm I'm doing the house music yeah, thing. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, correct. Um, maybe I need to kind of define that a little bit and 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 get a lane and drive in it. <laughs> maybe I hear you. You know, no, I I actually like the fact that you're not because. Uh, the worst thing for any artist is when they're boxed in, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, um, to give you an example, many of the artists that uh, I won't name, for example, are known to be cover artists only. Yes. And then they stuck as a cover artist, and mm-hmm. then they can't get out of it. They can't get booked anywhere else. And they go in to perform. I want you to perform cover. Right. But, hey, I just dropped my own original record, and it's doing well. No, mm-hmm. we want you to do cover because you're so good at it. Right. And it's a problem when you box people in. Yes. Um, do you have this issue or because of the versatility that you have, you've never faced this? Well, you know, the <laughs> even when I'm doing a, a performance that requires covers, I sneak in a couple of my originals. Thank you. You got to say that to every single I, you know, up and coming artist. Yeah, I do it. And um, they want to know the difference. I'm, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> seriously, because sometimes people are like, no, no, that's an original record. Yeah, and I, and I let the audience know who I am as an artist. Mm. I'm not just someone that interprets other people's songs, you know. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. But if if you want to promote your own music, you you have to, you know, we all have to make a living. I get it. We have to do things sometimes that we don't particularly care for. But I find, like I said, I find ways and I'm like, okay, I'm going to sneak one of my songs in this set, maybe two in this set. Mm. I I just plan it strategically. And and that keeps me connected to the artist part of myself. You. Yeah. I love that. Um... Your your music career, like when you just go kind of, kind of just go on your like Spotify, and you've been doing this for like a a long time. <laughs> yes. No, seriously, like on Spotify, you're go, going out to back to 2001. Was it the beautiful things? Was that first album ever dropped or no? Yeah, that was the first album. The, what, what does it mean to you, the beautiful things? The beautiful things. The beautiful things is actually a collection of demos. Demos. Those were demos. It wasn't meant to be an album. Wow. What happened was um, wow. I was performing uh, in New Jersey. Okay. And I had this coffee shop. They wanted to bring me there and to do a show. <laughs> and I got there, and there was a line of people waiting to get in around. And I was like, what are all these people doing here? And they're like, they came to see you. Like, And I'm like, what do you mean they came to see me? So that night, 
everyone was asking, do you have an album? Do you have music? And I was like, no, I don't. You're kidding. And what so, yeah. <laughs> and so the <laughs> next time I did the show, me and my friend, my friend Brent, he had an apartment in Brooklyn. What? It was five of us. We got together. We had five computers. <laughs> and we each one, back then it took 30 minutes to burn yeah, one CD. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, God. So CD we burner, burned, yeah. we took all my demos and actually just made them, created that album. That's how that album came. That's insane. Yeah. That's a crazy story. Yeah. So, so, so obviously, the beautiful things remind you of that period of your, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, since 2001, what, what would you say is the evolution of Shenwa Hawk? Like what? From, from then till now. You know, I... Um, tapping into some other sides of my creativity. Yeah. I do uh, voiceover acting. Yes. So I narrate audio books. Yeah. And, um, I wrote my first children's book and released that last, last December. So cool. What's it called? It's called... Um, Mr. Broomley's Winter's Nap. Okay. And um, as a matter of fact, I just recorded the, the audio book version of that. We're it's buying a, a copy. Go buy a copy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you. It's on Amazon. Yeah. In basically every country. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm definitely going to buy that. And it's in English and Spanish. Wow. That book. Cool. And uh, What so, is it about, if you don't mind me asking? So it's about this 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 bear. Okay. And he, he's in this cabin, and he's trying to basically go and sleep for the winter. He's trying to hibernate. Okay. And someone keeps knocking on his door and waking him up. And every time he goes to the door, no one's there. Huh. So he's trying to figure out, you know, <laughs> like, who keeps knocking? Why won't you let me sleep? You know? And uh, so it, it's a cute little story about this bear and his adventure. And then... As he, you know, in the next book that's coming, there is someone that comes to his door and they take him on another adventure. So some of these are dreams that he's having when he finally gets to sleep. Oh, wow. So it's all these different adventures that he goes on. Wow. You know? Amazing. Yeah, I just, I just looked at the, uh, the illustrated by Tanya Matikiv. Yes. Oh, amazing. Yes. Um, cool. Uh, we're going to take a, a very, very short break, um, but, but uh, definitely continuing the discussion with uh, Shinwa Hawk, who's an incredible artist based here in the UAE. Before we go quickly and play, actually, I want to play um, Sailing. Mm. Um, you've been here in the UAE now continuously, uh, like for a year, but yes. you've been always back and forth. Yes. What, what's the... Like we love having you here. How did that whole thing happen? Like, did you get a job? Like, how did how did you, were you introduced to the UAE? Man, another <laughs> another random story. My, my life is full of these these stories. I love it. I so for some reason I had been wanting to get to Dubai. Okay, right. I don't know why, but it just kept coming in my mind. Yeah, like Dubai for some reason. It's all over the place. You know, the, that's how we market it as well. Like it's all over. Well, maybe that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> but one day, randomly on Instagram, oh. I don't know why I did this. I put a picture, a post of a picture of the map of the United States. Yeah. And I wrote in the caption, I said, I performed in every state but two. Right? Okay. And then this woman. You performed in every state but two? Mm-hmm. Wow. And so then this woman comments. Her name is Sharita. Good friend of mine now. Okay. And she said, well, if you ever want to go to Dubai, let me know. I can help with that. That's insane. So I sent her a direct message like, okay, tell me about this Dubai thing. <laughs> she had been living here as a teacher, and she was back in the U.S., and, but she had all these friends and connections yeah. here. And she said, I can introduce you to some people. And so that's what happened. She introduced me to some people. I met some musicians. And then one of the musicians, he sent a video of me around. He said, I know I didn't have your permission to send video, yeah. but I did. And <laughs> some people want to offer you some contracts. That's insane. And I was like, okay, I'm coming. But that's crazy. <laughs> yes. Like, it always feels crazy, obviously, uh, when you're in the States and you get a like offer right here in the UAE. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the first time you landed in the UAE? Like, how was your reaction? I was a little bit overwhelmed mm. um, when I saw the Burj Al Arab. Because yeah. that was, like, I would see that all the time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm, I'm here. You're here. You know? <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, what's going to happen now? That's crazy. You know? Man. No, we're so happy to have you right here, Shinwan, really, uh, both in the UAE and obviously, um, you know, in the studio. And you've been here now for a year. Yes. And you're, you're, you're staying. Yeah, I'm staying. Amazing. See, we got him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be right back, you guys. Again, I'm playing uh, Sailing. Can we talk about Sailing um, a little yes. bit? Yes. So this is a, a cover I've, I've done. Of, uh, yeah. uh, the original song is by Christopher Cross. Mm, and correct. it's just one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. Amazing. And when I did this album, I wanted to I wanted to cover it. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I love this record. Uh, we are about to play it, and uh, we're going to be right back. Shenwa Hawk, ladies and gentlemen, on the radio, on Pulse 95 Radio, on Catch a Vibe. Do not go anywhere. We're going to be back with our last segment. Catch a Vibe with Big Hass, only on Pulse, Pulse 95. You heard that right, ladies and gentlemen. Pulse 95 Radio. Um, by the way, the beats that you hear in the background is done by my brother, Bugsy. He's an incredible producer. Um, amazing guy. We are with... Shunwa Hawk, who is a singer, songwriter, entertainer, human being from New Jersey, the United States. He's been here now for a year, but he's always been coming back and forth to the United Arab Emirates. And just, yeah, an incredible human being. And who's about to tell me more about... What? George Benson. Now, if you don't know George Benson, first of all, shame on you. Like, that's all I can say. <laughs> but, so I was talking to uh, Shenwa, I was saying, yeah, you know, you know... George ben- Benson is like, yeah, 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 I met him. I'm like, what? Okay, wait. Tell me the story, man. <laughs> okay, so this is this is some many years ago. Okay. I was uh, going into North New Jersey to okay. perform uh, my original music for the first time on wow. this night. Wow. And uh, it was a Japanese restaurant called Matsushima's. Okay. I'll never forget it. And, um, this is insane. It already sounds good. <laughs> yeah, so I get there. Um, I got, I think, two guitar players with me and some friends. My sister came. Okay. And inside the middle of this restaurant is a, a, a pond. A pond. Like a big, like a, yeah. a big body of yeah. water in the yeah. middle of this restaurant. Okay. Um, and I, I didn't see it because the water was black and the floor was black. Oh, Right? Oh, I see where you're going. Yeah. No way. So I was standing on the edge of this pond, and I didn't realize it because it was behind me. Right? Okay. <laughs> so this lady's coming, and my sister's standing there, and people are standing, and so this lady's trying to get through to go sit in the restaurant. And she said, excuse me. So <laughs> naturally, I stepped back yeah. <laughs> to make room for her. And the next thing I know, I was falling, and I didn't know where I was falling to. Ah. And then I landed, and then I was like, why am I wet? <laughs> like, I was trying to figure out. Now, I had arrived in the clothes that I was performing in, too, by the way. No way. Yeah. Oh, so man, that, that's hard. I pulled myself up out of the, I mean, I'm soaking wet. Like, everything is wet. <laughs> I pulled myself up out, right? And I, I, I and, and my friends, they're Were trying you laughing to, at this time? Or I, wasn't, angry? I, was, I wasn't, I wasn't angry, but <laughs> I was confused because, like, why didn't I know this water was there? And then why didn't they have a rail around it or something, you know? And uh, everybody yeah. in the, yeah. in the place saw me. Literally, everybody. Everybody was like, everybody yeah. just looked like, whoa. Yeah. So I go in the bathroom. I'm, like, trying to squeeze out my pants, oh my God. you know? And so I'm like, okay, well, I just have to perform Soaking Wet. Now, this is the first time I'm performing my original music. That's insane. Yes. So I go over to the area where the, where the seats are, and I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't want to sit down because, you know, I'm already wet, but I can't stand up all night. Yeah, yeah. And I look up across, and there's this man sitting there. He says, are you okay? And I said, yeah. I said, I'm okay. And I turned my head, and then I looked back, and I, I, I squinted my eyes, and I was like... No way. And I walked up to him. I said, excuse me, sir. He said, no, yes. No I said, way. I said, are you George Benson? No way. He said, yes, no I am. No way. Yeah, man. And I, and I, I gave I, you goosebumps. Man, I put my hand, I shook his hand. I said, I said, my name is Shinwa Hawk. I said, it, it is an honor to meet you. Because like Donnie, he was also one of the other male voices I used to practice to. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting there like, it's him, his son is there, his wife is there, you know. But the, he had, he asked you, are you okay? Yes. That he, what a human being. Yes. You know, and so I'm I'm sitting there, and I'm. Like, he, he didn't come and see. Hey, I'm George Benson. I'm no, just, just. Are you okay? He said, "Are you okay?" Bless him. He wanted to make sure that I was okay. You know, and so once we, I established who he was, and I introduced myself, and I've never been this bold. I'm not that guy yeah. to say, "Hey, I'm Shinwa Hawk." And I told him, I said, I said, Mr. Uh, Benson, I said, I'm I'm gonna sing some of my songs. I said, Can oh you stay? Oh my God! I said, Will you please? Can you stay? He said, Yeah, I'm gonna stay. Oh. Shinwa. I gotta, t- I gotta ask you. When you were saying this story, how does that make you feel again? Because he did he stay? He stayed. He stayed for two songs, and by the end wow. of the middle of the second song, he got up and he left, and I was crushed because I thought, oh, George Ben, he hates me. He hates my voice. He hates my songs. He hates everything about me. But I watched him while I was singing yeah, while yeah. he was leaving, and he went over to my sister, 
Wow. Because I had made a reference on stage to my sisters. Mm. He went over to my sister and he said something to her and he left. So the whole time I'm on stage, I'm thinking, what? I want to wrap it up. I need to finish this because I need to know what he said. He gave my sister his phone number. You're kidding, brother. And he told her to tell me to call him. No, this is insane. It was, it man, it was, it was mind-blowing. Guys, you don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. Seriously? Yes, yes, what, sir. So what happened afterwards? So I called him, and he invited me to his home. He, he, uh, the he time, gave you he, the right number? Yes, he gave me the right number. <laughs> he lived in Teaneck, New Jersey. And uh, I remember I didn't even, I didn't even have a car. I borrowed my aunt's car. To yeah. go to go to George Benson's house. Oh, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> so I get there. This it gets even crazier. When I get to his house, what a story! I walk in, and he is playing one of my songs on the speakers. I have a song called Raven Wings on my first album. He is playing. He's playing my song. It's playing on these speakers in his house when I walk in, and he's playing pool at the pool table. And he sees me, he says, hey, he tells me, come on over, and he's playing his songs. And then he starts singing to my song, showing me, he said, see, you could have done this right here, or wait, you could have sang wait, this, this right here. This is not real. Bro, I... I what, what what was your song called? It's called Raven Wings. Raven? Yes. Wings. Mm-hmm. It's on the first album, um, The Beautiful Things. And and when that happened, like, what, what was... I, 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 I was speechless. I was speechless. This record? Yes. And he starts ad-libbing to it and showing me what different things I could have done vocally George in Benson. different spots. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what to say. I think, I think. look, um, we have, a, you know, um, in Islam, I'm, I'm Muslim, we have al-maktub maktub, which means whatever is written is written. Whatever mm-hmm. you're destined to you will happen. Wow. Regardless regardless of what? Regardless of one million people, eight billion people wishing you not to happen, if it's meant to happen, it meant to happen. Yes, and sir. that story, what you just told me right now, it was meant for you to fall down, get wet, yes. for that human being to recognize you. You yes. see what it is? Yes. The yes. question is, if you haven't fell down, would he have stayed? Well, his son recently told me, because I told this... this, this um, oh, my God. I told this story in another interview, and his son saw it. And so he messaged me on on Instagram, and he told me the reason why they left. He he they they had already they had they were already on their way out before that happened. So they only stayed because of because of you, right? And because I asked him, you know, would yeah, you yeah. stay? Oh, so, bless him. And he said we had a bunch of my my dad's friends with us that night, and you know everyone was kind of ready to go. Yeah. So you know, so they they hung out extra time because of of that. So That's had insane. that not happened. I might not have even seen him. I might not have even looked in his direction yeah. where he was. Yeah, yeah. You know, he would have been there because he wouldn't have said, "Are you okay?" Yeah, you know. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and that's, um, that's crazy. That's crazy. And one other thing, I will say this: my favorite thing about talking to him on the phone and visiting him was the stories he would tell me about other artists, other legends. Eesh. And what I found out from him, because I told him how much I love Donny Hathaway, he yeah. told me that Donny Hathaway gave him voice lessons. What? And my jaw was on the floor. Really? Yes. But 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 see, but but see, Shinwa, I mean, I, I know I just met you, but don't you don't you think you're you're fortunate that, to hear all these stories and to to been through all of this? Very fortunate. Yeah. And I guess towards towards the end, towards towards the end of this chat, wow. Um, what would you say is the most challenging thing that you've been through as as Shinwa Accepting and loving myself. As I am, flaws and all, you know. Like, I always talk about this because I always, always say, "Be you." But in your, in your experience, why do you think that was it? Like, what, what was it about you that you didn't connect with, or like, it, it was um, an insecurity of, of feeling like I wasn't good enough. Okay. Because of the the times in the beginning yeah. trying to get the record deal, and they were yeah. they were telling me no. I mean, they told me things like, um, yeah, yeah, you know, I yeah. was I was too heavy, you know, mm. my I weighed too much. Like, yeah. One person told me I, I sweat too much. Yeah. yeah. One one I'll never forget. It. One person said, uh, "We don't think women will be attracted to you." That's terrible. And then another person told me my music wasn't black enough. Yeah. What? Yeah, it was too pop. So it was all of these things, and I was just a God kid. Just you. I just wanted to sing. Yeah. I, I wasn't thinking about image or, mm. 
you know, any of those things that they thought about in the business. I just wanted to, yeah. to sing. It was just a pure. But, 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 but see, that's why I already connected with you, because despite all of that, despite all these things that you've been through, you are now sitting on um, Pulse 95, which is Char- Charger's first on only English radio station. Mm-hmm. Uh, played all your records for the past hour on the radio. This record is going to be on rotation in the station. I love it. Um, you already impacted me, my brother. I'm serious. You impacted me a lot with all the stories. Because I really feel, um, you know, good things happen to, you know, good people. And I know sometimes bad things happen to good people, but that builds you up. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, what a a story. Yeah, so despite all these, you know, negative things that you're you're, from 2001 till now, you're still at it. No. What's the ultimate dream for someone like that? For somebody Mm -hmm. who has been, like, sometimes I host uh, people or artists. And they say, my dream is to release my first single. I'm like, okay, good luck. Uh, with you, you you've done that. You've released albums. You you, you know you're, you're reading a book right now. And what's the ultimate dream from now on? Man, the dream has evolved mm. um, in so many ways. Because um, I thought that the self acceptance thing would come from if I could just get famous. Okay. If I could just you know make a lot of money, I thought those things would make me feel like I had some worth. But I've learned over time that those things have nothing to do with your self-worth. It, it really is about being present for the journey of your life, sharing the ups and the downs, because when we share our stories with each other, we lift each other up. We okay. help each other. You know, because sometimes you think you're the only one going through something. Nah. And then you hear someone else's story and you're just right. like, OK, that person still persevered, still kept moving forward. And and that's that's my thing, like to be that example for my nieces and my nephews. You know, when did you realize this? Like that th- this is your calling in a way to ke- to keep persevering. You know what? I don't know if I if it was ever a thing I realized. It was just something that I just mm. knew I had to do. So when all those record companies were telling me no, God always sent someone. God bless. So I, you know this this organization called ASCAP. You know yeah. they collect the mechanical royalties for you. There was a guy named Bill Brown there. I met Bill Brown, and he loved my music, and he knew what I was going through, and he told me about all you know, the, uh, you know the the record companies that were rejecting me. And he said, well, why don't you go on tour? And I was like, how can I go on tour? He said, well, you can tour colleges and universities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he introduced me to this organization that connects entertainers with colleges. Insane. And, and so I ended up performing. I was doing 250 performance dates a year, driving all around the United States as an unknown person, singing for people who didn't care that I was overweight, didn't mm-hmm. care that I wasn't you know, trying to be the next sex symbol or anything. Mm-hmm. They just were enjoying the music. Yeah, and that's all I wanted. Oof. Matt. You know this record? Do I? <laughs> Do I, sir? <laughs> but, you know, I, I think Stevie Wonder for me as well. You, you ever went, met Stevie Wonder? I've never met Stevie, and I've only seen him live one time. He's uh, phenomenal, yeah. yeah. Um, I really can tell you, for sure, like, this is definitely one of my favorite chats, and um, we're about actually to finish with uh, Love Times Love, and... Uh, to put up the, 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 the mood and the vibe again. But I wanted to ask you, what what can we expect from Shenhua in 2024? Mm. In 2024, uh, I think you can expect me uh, doing more in the voiceover acting world. Nice. Um, I, I really uh, want to get more into the animation thing. I haven't done that. Bless. I love you know? that. So that suits you, bro. I, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that suits you big time. Um, and also, I, I definitely want to uh, introduce myself uh, on a bigger scale here in the UAE. Okay, okay. And introduce myself as as an artist. Okay. And um, okay, I got you. Yeah. And I want to make I want to make it a point. I want to tell you that live right now. I, I really gonna you know definitely do all my uh, my best for you to achieve that because I think I think people here need to learn from you. And and, 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 and and understand that. I think we have a we have a unique circle in the UEE. Um, and we're still discovering our sound. We don't know what our sound is. Mm-hmm. Um, these these uh, you know clubs or pubs that are hiring these musicians, they're not really doing us any favor to be honest by forcing artists to always perform covers, covers, and then the artists they, they get lost in their covers and they don't find their soul and yes. sound and it's an issue. Um, but yeah, um, Man, before I play Love, Love, Love Times Love, I, I, I have an instrumental here, Solid Ground. Can we do that live? Sure. 
after all sure. these conversations. I know, I know we've been talking <laughs> a lot, but um, tell me about Solid Ground. Solid Ground is a song that I wrote for me. Oh. I needed to, in, in the verse Love I'm talking that. about, you know, I decided that I will be okay. You know, no matter what is going on, no matter how it, how bad it looks in the world. Was that hard to write? It wasn't. It wasn't because it was like a declaration. And I and I, I was getting so excited as I was writing the, the words, you know, because it's so easy to look at all the things that are going on in the world and feel like, you know, there is no hope. Fact. And, and I and I and I told myself, like in this song, like I have to keep my head up. I have to keep walking. I have to keep moving no matter what is happening, you know, because if we all just quit, nothing changes. Solid ground. You know, you, you sold me the record, man. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. So this song I did with uh, his name is DJ Ronnie Breaker. Shout out to Ronnie Breaker. Yes. And so but this is the remix version. Nice. Done by DJ Mem- Meme. Meme. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So Woo. ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end with this. Solid ground. Shinwa Hawk. Man, oh, man. What a voice. Oh, Oh, no, 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 no. Pulse 95 Radio, catch your vibe, ladies and gentlemen. Shenwa, Hawk, remember the name. No more stress and strife, no I see the world is going crazy All the evidence surrounds me But I decided That I would be alright So I keep my head up I keep my feet down I keep on walking on solid ground I keep my head up Keep my feet down. I keep on walking on solid ground. Yeah. Oh, hey, oh, oh, hey, oh, oh, hey, oh, 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 wow. oh, oh, I decided, yeah, that I would face my fear. Facts. And I decided Tell him, Shinra. There'll be no more tears No, 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 no I see the world is going crazy 100% All the evidence surrounds me But I decided He decided Yes That I would be alright So I keep my head up I keep my feet down I keep on walking on solid ground I keep my head up I keep my feet down I keep on walking on solid ground Oh, oh, keep my feet down I got to keep on walking on solid ground Hey, hey Incredible. Thank you, sir. Oh, man, man. Much love, much love. A big round of applause, of course. What? Just the amount of talent that that this brother has is just incredible, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen. Definitely one of my favorite chats. Um, Shinwa, thank you so much for being being on. How can people reach you? Uh, They can reach me via Instagram, uh, Shinwa Hawk. Basically, everything is Shinwa Hawk. Website, ShinwaHawk.com. Um, By the way, beautiful name, man. Thank you. What does it mean? It means God's blessing. Oh, wow. And you'll never guess what my middle name is. What is it? Abdul. What? Yes. 
Serious? Seriously. Shinwa Abdul Hawk. Hawk. And Shinwa means God blessing. Yes. Oh my God. Yo, that's beautiful. Thank you, um, sir. Any last words you'd like to say to anybody tuning in, to um, family members, to um, your friends, to anybody tuning in, to inspiring artists, what do you tell them? I just want to encourage you to keep your head up, keep moving forward. Roadblocks are temporary, you know, and maybe they're, they're blessings, they're protections to actually keep you from something that, that will bring you harm that you don't know will bring you harm. Yeah. And... Um, just don't ever give up on yourself, no matter what. It doesn't matter if people don't see and understand the vision that God has given you. Yeah. You keep moving forward in your purpose. Man, I love That's this it. brother. I love this brother. I'm spitting jewels right here. Let's <laughs> play Love, um, Times Love. Um, this is, of course, uh, Shinwa Hawk, um, DJ Fudge right here. Right yes. Right? This right? is a remake, Mr. George Benson. Oh, man. Beautiful, beautiful. It's the remix. Um, peace, peace of love. We'll catch you guys next week. Uh, I want to say thank you for being you, oh, Shinwa. Man. Seriously. Thank you for being you. You impacted me. I'm one soul you've impacted. Wow, thank and, you. And uh, God bless. Uh, have a good night. Have a blessed night. I'm so happy and honored to have met this brother. Man, oh man. Shenwa Hawk. Remember the name. Don't forget the name. Support the name. Peace and love. And we say, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shenwa, thank you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you.